Good morning, I'm Erica Allen. Welcome to Horizon at Home. I'm one of the pastors here at Horizon. We are gonna continue our message series this week, The Heart of Worship. In a week that was filled with uncertainty. What a doozy, right? Like everywhere we turned, there was more of the unknown. The presidential election, there was no, we were, like the winner was unknown. Um, the state of COVID and the future, or when this thing's ever going to go away or get under control, that, that is unknown. The state of the economy, our jobs, our future, so many of us are facing a future of the unknown. Add that on top of normal family and personal stress that always creates some sense of the unknown, and we are surrounded by the unknown. That is what I brought to God this week. I said, do you want me to talk about the heart of worship? God, I'm bringing you a heart that is absolutely full of and tired of the unknown. And I kid you not, God led me to Acts chapter 17. And this is what words I read. I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, to an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I'm going to proclaim to you. I felt like God said to me, Erica, if you want to get to the heart of worship, let's figure out what your heart is actually worshiping right now, and it is worshiping the unknown. I was reminded that months ago, I spent weeks, like just hours every day agonizing over the decision whether to send my kids back to school or not. And not because it didn't matter, but because the future was so unknown. And I spent more time worrying about the unknown future than I did on my knees praying for the right answer in that moment and for their protection and safety and health in the moment. The last week or so with the presidential election being all up in the air. I've spent more time worrying about the unknown. I've spent more time hitting the refresh button. I've spent more time in front of the TV watching the news. I've spent more time worshiping the unknown future than I have praying for my neighbors, praying for the people whom I love, praying for this country. I've spent more time worshiping the unknown laying my feet and my heart and my mind and my body at the feet of the unknown that I have worshiping God. I felt like God asked me this week, how are you worshiping the unknown? And I feel like it's a question God is asking so many of you. Are you worshiping the unknown? Is your heart and your life and your body, is everything consumed with worshiping the unknown? Or is it worshiping God? That's a question God asked me this morning. And so I went back to the, to the Bible where, where this was written. Like, I, like, I've walked around your city. I've seen the problem. You're worshiping the unknown. You're spending more time worried about the unknown, controlling and fixing every future plan and coming up with A, B, and C. You're losing sleep and you can't breathe and you're worried and you're upset and you're nervous and you're not doing a good job loving your neighbor because you are worshiping the unknown. You're spending all your time figuring out how to fix that instead of worshiping me. 
And this is what this pastor looked at these people in Athens, this, these people who are, who are brilliant, who are educated, who are smart, who are movers and shakers, who are forming the culture and the, the politics and the government, these people who are amazingly gifted to do wonderful things to shine light and ignite change. He says, I'm going to proclaim this to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and he doesn't live in temples built by human hands. His love and his power and his hope cannot be contained in what it is you're building and what it is that you are doing. He is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. He doesn't need you. This God who created the galaxies wants you and your attention and your devotion. Rather, scripture says, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their, their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their land. God's got this already. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from any of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. This morning, I'm not saying to you that the election doesn't matter. I'm not saying to you that the decisions you are making about an unknown future don't matter. That's not what God said. God said you can't spend all your time at the feet, at the altar of the unknown. Spend your time, your energy, your heart, your life on what is known. That the creator of the world, the creator of the galaxies, look up at the sky, the creator of those stars created you. And he wants you. He wants your heart and your devotion and your life. Not because he's some self-centered God, but because he's a God who gives us breath and life. If you are exhausted and you are tired and you are frazzled and you are worried, if you are spending more time coming up with the dinner plans, uh, the seating plans for Thanksgiving dinner and for Christmas and for all your future things than you are about being present with the God who created the galaxy and wants you to shine light and ignite change right now, then you have missed out that the God, the giver of breath and life has something for you at his feet Instead of that place that I've spent way too much time the last six months at the altar of the unknown. If you find yourself begging for stability and security, maybe God is saying this morning, I give you breath and life. Can you be stable and secure in that right now? God is saying to you, it matters. What you are experiencing matters. But when you spend all your time at the unknown, you are missing on how, out on how I want you and your life to matter. And Paul says to these people who are frazzled and tired, who are smart and read all the right books and written all the right things and created an amazing community and government, he says to them, if you're frazzled and tired, it's because you're spending so much time worried about your plans and figuring out how you're going to make everything perfect. And you are spending at my feet giving your life and your devotion to me, your purposes to me, that I may use you to shine light, to give breath and life to the world. That's what God said to me this week. And I said, okay, God, thank you. I want to worship you, but how? And this is what Paul says to them. For in him we live and move and we have our being. As some of, as some of you have already said, we are God's offspring. We are God's children. We are God's. Therefore, since we are God's, 
We should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone. It's not after all those things that we think are going to keep us safe in the future. That's an image made by human design and skill to trick you into thinking that. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance. But right now, he commands all people everywhere to repent to turn away from chasing all of those things and from spending all your time at the feet and the altar of the unknown. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice. He has given proof to everyone by raising Jesus from the dead. There is new life. And so this week, if you want to spend time worshiping at the feet of God, I just offer three things that Paul has said to us in these words. Three things that you can do this week to worship God and not the unknown. And the first is to believe that you are indeed God's child. You are indeed God's. You do not belong to your job, to a certain political party, to whatever. You don't belong to those things. You belong first and foremost to God's. You are God's and God wants you and loves you and God wants to use you. You are God's. Can you believe that today? That's the first thing that we have to do. We have to believe that we are God's. The second thing that God asks you to believe so that you worship him and not the unknown is that Jesus has risen from the dead. And this is what this means in a simple sentence, that there is a new day coming. Is it unknown? Yes, but if you spend all your time at the feet of the unknown and you don't remember that what God is really doing, is he's already showed us he raised Jesus from the dead and he is going to raise and give us new life and a new day. We have got to start believing in that trusting in that worship at the feet of God who raised Jesus from the dead and has something new for you and for our whole world. And the third thing is that we have to keep showing up to hear from God. God looks at these really brilliant people and he says, you spend your time reading these books over and over and over again. You put in the reps, right, to figure out what it's like to do what and live into what is next. You spend all your time trying to figure out and control the unknown. And what I'm asking you to do is to keep showing up and hearing from me, to put that same amount of devotion in reading the Bible and knowing the truth of this new day that I'm creating. To spend your time working for shining light and igniting change that that new day might be known in your life and in the lives of the whole world who is longing desperately for it. Folks, let me tell you something. I spent this week saying, God, you have got to show me what it looks like to worship what it looks like to worship you and not at the feet of the unknown. And I promise you all that as soon as I prayed that prayer, I got a text message from a woman in our church that said, Erica, I need you to pray for me right now. You see, the, the child that was placed in their home was about to be removed from their home for some complicated situation. And she said, Erica, I need you to pray for me. I'm not even sure what it is that I need prayer for. But I believe God has something for me in this. When I can, what she was essentially saying is when I can fall at the feet of the unknown, when I can get all caught up in the uncertain future that is indeed looming over me, when the brokenheartedness and the fear and the pain of all of that is so much, I want to remember that I'm God's and I need you to pray for that right now. And I prayed 
I began right then praying, God, help her to know she is God's and you have some important and powerful way to use her. God, surround this family with what it is they need right now. And 24 hours later, I got a text message that said, Erica, this was not the future that I dreamed of or knew or imagined, but we are going to add some some other kids to our family. What I've prayed for for a long time is going to happen. I'm going to have a family full of kids. It's not exactly what I dreamed or imagined, but it's what God would have us to do. And this is what she said. I believe God has a new day for me and for our family. I believe Jesus was raised from the dead to offer us hope in new life today and every single day. And I'm going to claim that today. She believed that God is a God who raised Jesus from the dead and has a new promise for us all. She worshiped at the feet of Jesus and walked away knowing that there was some kind of new day God had for them. And the third thing she did is she said, I'm going to need horizon. I'm going to need horizon. Do you hear that, folks? God needs you to show up and be ready to shine light and ignite change. God needs you to keep showing up to hear from him. There's going to be days, really hard days ahead for this family. And she said, every Sunday, I'm going to be at Horizon because I need to know these promises of God over and over and over. Folks, if you want to know how to quit worshiping at the feet of the unknown, being frazzled and fearful and anxious about every single second of the future, the answer is worship. It moves us from worshiping the unknown and the uncertain to worshiping a God who is and wants to be known by you, the creator of the galaxy. The creator of the world wants your knees and your hands and your life and your devotion, and he promises to use it to shine light and ignite change that there may be a new day. It is time. It is time for us to quit spending more time in front of the news and worried about this unknown future that we face, and it is time for us to celebrate and lean into what is known, that the creator of the world loves you and wants you, sent Jesus to die on the cross and be raised from the dead that we may all know of this new hope and new life and new day. And that God wants to use you, wants to use those knees and those hands to build things that matter. Horizon, it is time we say yes to worshiping the God that wants to be known by you, that wants to use you to shine light and ignite change. It's time we say yes to worshiping him. I'm saying that this week because I am tired of spending all of my time at the feet of, of anxiety and uncertainty and fear and fear of failure, all these things. I'm tired of spending all my time there and I'm ready to spend my time at the feet of Jesus who's conquered all of that already and has a new day for me and for you and for the world. Let's start saying yes to that. Will you pray with me? God, there are some who are listening and tuning in this morning who needs to remember that they are hearing from you right now, right where they are. You're not playing hide and seek with them. You're right in front of them and you want to be known that you are the creator of the galaxies. You are the father of Jesus who died and was rose again and offered us a new day. And there are some right now, God, who are praying with me for the first time and who want to step into that new day for the first time. Give them courage and grace to continue to say yes 
to you who offers them new life. There are some of us who've been showing up day after day after day, Sunday after Sunday for years of our lives, God, and we feel like we are finally hearing from you that you don't want us to prove anything. You simply want what it is we have and that you will use that for the new day you are creating. And so today, God, when so much else in our world, when the unknown is asking and begging for our attention and our devotion and our lives and our heart, we fall down at your feet and we worship you. We pray that this morning, God. We confess that we want to worship you. And we pray, God, that you will use us in mighty ways to bring about the goodness of your new day, that you will use us to shine your light and ignite your change. We worship you. Amen.